Welcome to Tita Talks. My name is Sonia Tita Popolo, and I'm your host. It is a great privilege and pleasure to welcome Lee Helton. Lee is the CEO and president of the Boston Foundation, one of the nation's leading philanthropic organizations with $1.6 billion in assets. He joined the foundation in June, 2021, after serving as president of Emerson College and Willamette University. In 2020, the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce inducted Lee into its Academy of Distinguished Bostonians. He received the Governor's Award from Mass Humanities and was honored by the EOS Foundation. He has also been frequently included on lists of civic leaders in Boston, most recently ranking 11th on Boston Magazine's 2021 list of 100 most influential Bostonians. Today, we're talking about the healing power of civic leadership in community, a self-care tool for you. Welcome to Tita Talks, Lee. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. Wonderful to see you. Tell us, what is your number one goal at the Boston Foundation? Well, let me start by uh, uh, one of my favorite quotes from James Baldwin, who said that not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced. In other words, we have to uh, do an honest appraisal of uh, where we are uh, in this nation, where we are in Boston and uh, in our uh, communities. We often talk about this pandemic, but it's actually a triple pandemic not only COVID-19, but also economic devastation for many and the very public exposure of systemic racial disparities that have long plagued our country. And all of that calls upon the Boston Foundation to once again seize the moment. And I say once again, because that's been part of our history um, is seizing the moment uh, like this uh, beginning in 1915. But now's the time for us to seize the moment and write a new chapter for the city of Boston and its current and future residents. And you might ask, well, why? Well, Boston, despite its best efforts and decades of spectacular growth and prosperity, continues to be a tale of two cities, one prosperous and well off, and the other is struggling, continues to struggle to meet, uh, to make ends meet in one of the nation's most expensive and economically unequal cities. Uh, and these pandemics uh, have only thrown these inequities in even sharper uh, relief. Uh, so now it provides us uh, with an enormous opportunity. Um, and as I tell my kids, an opportunity is a challenge uh, in disguise. Uh, so wherever there is a challenge, there is always uh, an opportunity. Well, as you had mentioned, we are living in unprecedented, tumultuous times with the global COVID-19 pandemic, the Delta variant, social unrest, environmental catastrophes. Yet, with the right wellness and self-care tools, we can reset our lives and forge a new pathway forward. What educational tools will you make available to the Boston Foundation community to further the understanding of the importance of wellness and self-care. Well, let me let me put this in context. Um, in April of this year, 
we had a record uh, number of people leaving their jobs in April in a single month. Almost four and a half million Americans decided to leave their jobs. And I think the answers are quite obvious that uh, these pandemics, particularly the COVID pandemic, uh, allowed people an opportunity to think not just about their professions and the work that they do, but to think about themselves and where their happiness uh, and peace uh, uh, reside. Uh, and so a number of people, uh, you know, I know older people who were thinking they were going to retire, you know, five or 10 years from now, decided to do it this year. I know that some people were working in jobs, low paying jobs that um, where they had to work uh, very long, difficult hours. I'm thinking of particularly those in the hospitality industry and restaurants. Uh, a number of those have left that profession and they've not come back. Uh, and so we've, we've, we've seen there, there's a great shortage uh, of, of uh, labor for restaurants. So I, uh, again, as I said, you know, every challenge provides an opportunity. And the opportunity that, that COVID provided us is to a kind of reawakening uh, and to understand the importance of, of uh, what we would call self-care, uh, and wellness uh, as a part of our life. And not something that's uh, uh, an adjunct to life, but is very central uh, to life. Um, and, and we know, and I think people have come to understand that excellence, personal excellence uh, included, is not about being something. Excellence is about becoming something. And once you realize that, then you understand that excellence um, with in terms of wellness and self-care, self-realization and so on. Uh, it is about continuous improvement, continuous improvement. Um, and it really, in a sense, it has no beginning and it has no end. So I do think that um, one of the, um, you know, one of the uh, significant, um, I don't want to call it benefits, but one of the significant outcomes of the COVID is this uh, sense of the importance of wellness um, and uh, self-care. Um, you know, and at Boston, the foundation, we, we've made uh, just recently uh, some modest announcements, although we, we try to center wellness and self-care in, um, in, uh, uh, in our operations and employees. But, you know, we said, listen, um, beginning this year, uh, we're going to give everyone uh, a holiday from December 25th to the day after Thanksgiving. I mean, after uh, the, the new year. So this year, the holiday will begin on the 24th, um, half a day on the 24th, and uh, we'll go through January 4th. Um, because of the way, you know, the way the 25th and January 1st fall. We've never done that here, but want to give folks an opportunity to be with themselves, uh, to be with their families, uh, to remove themselves completely from the work world. We're going to essentially shut down 
except for a few essential functions. Um, and so that's in recognition um, uh, of the importance of wellness and self-care at, at the Boston Foundation. Mm, that's incredible. Now, we are currently experiencing the greatest global transformation of our lifetime. This grand transformation permeates the well-being of every aspect of humankind. Wellness and self-care, as we're talking about, is at the forefront of this paradigm shift and is a priority and must have for all. In 2020, the global pandemic created a seismic shift in life as we know it, and its impact loss of life, businesses shuttered, polarizing politics, racial injustice, and a growing mental wellness crisis led to specific global wellness trends. The definition of well-being, wellness, and self-care are evolving, and the way in which people communicate and rely on traditional healthcare is experiencing a rebirth. The world is experiencing emotional great, uh, grief and suffering. Mm -hmm. How would you ameliorate some of these challenges in the Boston community? Well, first of all, I think it's important to understand <clears throat> that um, the access to good health care is unequal, uh, unequal, I mean, uneven in this country. Uh, and that there is a, a, uh, a real gap in what we might call health care equity for some people uh, relative to some others. And folks of color um, don't tend not to have access to health care uh, that their white counterparts uh, do. Um, they often do not receive what we refer to as culturally competent care, um, and which is uh, much uh, needed. Um, so we're, we're gonna be working um, on uh, healthcare equity uh, as a part of our, uh, as a part of our uh, objectives uh, going forward. We've already done some of this, but yeah. we're certainly gonna redouble our efforts uh, in addressing the healthcare inequities that exist in Boston. And, you know, around, around the country. That's so wonderful. Our philosophy is that true self-care relies on utilizing all four pillars of a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. When this is our formula for health, happiness, and longevity. Mm -hmm. When these four pillars are in alignment, we achieve harmony and equilibrium. What is your daily wellness routine and what self-care tools do you use on a daily basis? Well, um, you know, I, uh, it's a work in progress for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I just, I have to be honest with you. It's a work in progress for me. I, um, with, you know, with some help, uh, from my children, for instance, uh, I'm learning to, um, develop a, uh, you know, uh, attend more closely to my own wellness. I, um, my, what has given me uh, the most joy in the world is understanding that um, I am connected to something larger than myself. Um, and that larger than myself is uh, uh, humanity. 
Um, and uh, my new job, the question that I ask myself every morning when I get up is how can I improve lives and strengthen communities? And so that gives me enormous joy. Um, I, I have, I'm, 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 I'm a jock by uh, <laughs> temperament. And so I, I actually found my, I find my wellness in um, physical activities. So I used to run marathons. Uh, I was a pretty serious marathoner. Uh, tried to break three hours, never did. Um, um, but was, you know, around 320 or something like that. So I ran a lot of marathons. And then I, um, I spent a lot of time in the gym still. Uh, and, uh, you know, very fairly serious cyclist. And, I, and I'll tell you that, you know, if you're on a bike for six hours uh, for a hundred mile ride, uh, it is very meditative. It is enormously meditative. Running was enormously meditative for me because the footfall, the rhythmic of the footfall um, would, um, would take me out of myself and uh, uh, give me a kind of fresh and renewed view of who I am and um, the world around me. So I guess I would have to say in honesty, uh, it's a work in progress, <laughs> but, I, uh, but I'm coming to appreciate uh, the need for my own wellness and, and, and self-care as I, as I uh, get older. <laughs> the Boston Foundation's values statement is, in everything we do, we seek to broaden participation, foster mm -hmm. collaboration, and heal racial, ethnic, and community divisions. Mm -hmm. What does the healing power of civic leadership and community, a self-care tool for you, mean to you? Yeah. Well, I, I think we have to acknowledge, you know, as I said that uh, at the beginning, that what Baldwin said, that not everything is faced can um uh, can uh, be changed but nothing can be changed until it's faced so we have to recognize and be honest with where we are and i i get asked this question is this a moment or a movement and um i don't i'm not i don't think it's a movement but it is certainly a mm -hmm. um uh certainly a moment so we have to recognize we have to recognize these inequities that exist in our nation um and uh, you know there there are inequities in healthcare and mental health care. There are inequities in income. There are accumulated assets and wealth, and it's a long list of inequities. Um, but I think in the end, um, we have to understand uh, or come to appreciate our common humanity, um, and uh, so understanding that without without, uh, and at the same time, understanding these huge gaps, wealth gaps or uh, equity gaps. Um, I think that's, you know, that's, uh, that's how we lead at the Boston Foundation. You're an amazing and great inspiration to us. Who and what inspires you? <laughs> well, um, I'm inspired by um, courageous um, p 
people who have remained authentic, um, even in the face of uh, opposition. Uh, so Nelson Mandela is a hero for me. And he was a man who spent almost 30 years in prison um, under a terribly racist regime and who came out of prison uh, with a kind of uh, humility and generosity to this day I don't quite understand. Uh, and then he came and then he led his country forward into a new age and that country is still developing. Um, Muhammad Ali is a uh, hero for me uh, because he remained uh, authentic to his religion and to his faith uh, and said that he was ready to go to jail for it and would have. Uh, and he lost uh, two and a half, three years of the best of his boxing career uh, because he had been stripped of the title and was not allowed to practice his profession anywhere in this nation. Um, and so I, the, you know, those are the people, and I could be a long list, it would be not just men, but be women, of course, too. Um, and uh, so that's, those are the people who inspire me. Um, and what inspires me is, is uh, to, to be connected to something larger than Lee Pelton. Um, that's how I try to live my life. Science-based evidence shows that the more wellness and self-care tools and techniques you have, and the more positive daily habits you embrace, then the more you not only learn about yourself and what works best in your life, but the better life you will live. It is about empowering yourself with the skills to live a happier, healthier and a more harmonious life. I want to share an excerpt from Sonia's ring, Love and Ways Steal Your Heart. Physical and spiritual well-being is necessary for life and growth. It is what helps to keep us alive, maintains and nourishes love, faith, hope, and perseverance, mm -hmm. compassion, and kindness. All of this is available for you. So reach out and grab what is yours. Lee, is there any particular message that you would like to make sure that we communicate with our global audience? Well, I, I would say this, that the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is fear. And in human history, uh, love and fear, especially when fear is coupled with ignorance, uh, have been the two most powerful human uh, forces in the world. Um, they have uh, created much, uh, and fear fear has created and destroyed much. Um, and so, uh, if I would say this, and I think this is what happens when people meditate, um, is that. 
they um, they are elevated to a state of fearlessness. And what do I mean by that? That is to say that um, there's a view that rather than being in opposition to your fears, uh, to give in to them. Because when you're in opposition to the fears, uh, that's when you struggle. But when you give yourself over to them um, and um, embrace them, uh, there is great power, great power in that. And so um, I don't meditate. Uh, I used to many, many years ago. Um, but I, you know, I, I but certainly I would encourage people to, to get in the habit of meditating. And there are a variety of ways to meditate. Um, get in the habit of meditating and be in touch with uh, who you are and uh, what you hope to be, uh, not just professionally, but um, spiritually and uh, personally. Thank you for joining us on Tita Talks. Thank you for discussing the healing power of civic leadership and community, a self-care tool for you. Thank you so much, Lee. Thank you. Thank you so much.